What's up, you sluts? Welcome to episode 118 of Cookies and Beer. Holy moly, freaking froly. How's it going? How was your fourth? Did you blow a limb off? Did you light any fireworks? Do you live in a state where you're allowed to have fireworks? Are you are you out here in California where you light one bottle rocket and half the state goes on fire? Where are you? Where are you listening? I hope you had a good fourth. Hopefully it didn't end up like... blow your fucking thumb off luckily i escaped that part of my life I, I i let my friends do that like in high school i was never the kid who was like let's you know stick a fucking three-foot bottle rocket inside of an empty bottle of jack daniels that we just drank and light it off into the woods i was like yeah i'll record it and i'll be in the background I'll be the fucking cinematography for this whole for this whole operation. I'm good back here. I'm good behind the scenes. I don't need to be right up close and personal. I had my shot of vodka and a little bit of weed before. I'm thinking I found. I think, I think, I think we're onto something. I think we're onto something. It could just mean that I'm just totally uh trying to what's the word I'm looking for? Uh littering and littering and um, I'm trying to accept, that's not the right word, let's go with accept, it's like I'm trying to accept the fact that maybe I'm just becoming an alcoholic, but I'm not, because most alcoholics don't ever say, hey, I'm an alcoholic, they're just like, you're the problem, or whatever, and I'm not saying that, so I think we're good, I think we're good, I think we're good, how was your fourth, what did you do, did you, did you do anything, did you just stay home? Uh, did you maybe go to a bar and spend $110? Did you yell at the neighbor kids for blowing up mailboxes? Did you drink and drive? I'm sure, I'm sure some of you did. Statistically speaking, at least one of you fuckers got fucked up and was like, I'll make it. I only live a mile away. And if you did, shame on you, but hopefully you made it home Okay. Hopefully you didn't wake up and there's just blood all over your car. You know what I mean? What did I do? I didn't do... What did I do? July 4th, which is the 4th of July. Um, I went... Oh, I went to a buddy's house for a barbecue. I did get hammered. Actually, let's talk about it. I went to my buddy's house. And uh, we had a barbecue. I had some tri-tip. Had some dogs. Had some uh, fucking some potato chips. Had uh, about a quarter bottle of Jameson, and then about an eighth of a bottle of tequila. Um, what else did I have? About five or six uh, beers. That was cool. Um, and then I didn't eat for the rest of the night. That's pretty much what we did. I don't think we even we didn't even light fireworks. We didn't even light fireworks. We just drank. So it was like a normal Sunday during football. I'm like, oh, let's watch the Seahawks lose. Or let's watch Russell Wilson get dropped on his ass. Hopefully this year it's different. We didn't do fireworks. We just drank earlier than normal. I guess. Not really, because I cruised over there at like one. And on the West Coast, we got 10 o'clock games. So usually on like a Sunday, especially if it's like a, if there's a bunch of good games on, like if there's a good 10 o'clock game, a good 1.30 game, and then Sunday night football, I'm fucked up all day. Not all day. I start drinking at, you know, 9.45, right when they launched the national anthem for the 10 o'clock game. The next thing you know, I come to it, I'm like, Al Michaels is on? I'm like, when did he start? hosting the 130 game they're like oh no it's it's sunday night football it's seven o'clock oh good all right well i guess i'll just call an uber 
at 5.15 in the afternoon, in the afternoon, <laughs> no, on a fucking Sunday, that's the only bad thing about football, I guess it's not a football problem, it's just a uh, self-control problem, but I love football so much, I love watching it, I love the camaraderie, which I don't really know what that word means, but I think I used it right, on Sundays, people bring food over, you get drunk, you get drunk early, that way by like, like you stop drinking, you start drinking at like 9.30, you stop drinking at like 2, and then you leave after the after the last game's over at, you know, 9. You got 7 or 8 hours to chill, you might take a few, a little siesta, you might get a little chips and dip, maybe some guac, drink about a gallon of water. Dude, you know what I had on, uh... Monday, because I had it off, I got, I woke up with a hangover, which I haven't done in, I don't know, at least five or six weeks, and I forgot that I bought two of the uh, cool blue Gatorades. I almost wanted to cry when I opened up my fridge. I was like, oh God, here we go. It's just going to be water, Diet Coke, and Coors Light in here, and maybe a expired block of tofu that I promised I was going to cook and I just went to Del Taco every night and I opened up the fridge and there were two things of cool blue Gatorade I threw one of them bitches in the freezer drank half of the first one put it back took a little nap woke up about two hours later checked the fridge had that little slush going around Drank half of that, got a brain freeze, wanted to kill myself, went back to sleep, woke up, burned the whole day. I think if you're a drinker and you get like the Monday off or the Friday off for a holiday, that's just meant for your hangover. You know what I mean? They're like, look, we know, we know you're going to be a piece of shit that next day. So we're just going to give you the next day off. It's for, you know, the 4th of July, but it's really just going to be so you can deal with your emotions the next day. But then that's pretty much all we did. We just drank, Ubered back. Oh, we did go to the bar. That's right. It's all coming back. <laughs> it's all coming back. We Ubered downtown. We went to the bar. Had about three or four beers there. Had some potato skins. It was glorious. I felt like I was living in 2019 all over again. Nobody was talking about COVID. Everyone was either talking about Bill Cosby or they were talking about the 4th of July. It was good to not hear any of the bullshit that we've been hearing for the last 15 months. Everybody seemed back. I'm sure we're going to have a major setback here in the next two months. We'll see what happens after the 4th. If 80% of the world got COVID, then hey, we're probably going back. But for the time being, I'm going out all night, every night, doing as much as possible. I'm trying to soak it all in. I'm trying to fit 15 months of lockdown into about two months of freedom. And then we're going to be fucked again for God knows how long. But for right now, we're just living, living life in the fast lane. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Had a huge bar tab. That was cool. Forgot what that felt like. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to close out. I'm thinking it's like $40, $110. Oh, wow. Hey, I'm going to switch up my card. Because if you swipe my debit card, it's going to bounce. We're going to just rack up the debt, see what happens, and we'll deal with it Monday. You wake up Monday, you check your Chase account, you go, hey, I didn't spend any money last night. And then you scroll down and you, it, your fucking credit card shows up and you go, wow, how did I get there? And then you open it and it says you know, Flinnegan's or whatever bar you went to, $114. And you go, hey, I fucked up. I'm too old to be doing this. I'm moving. My rent's going up. This could have been rent money. I could, I could have just had the people that I wanted to hang out with come over and just get fucked up. Everybody could have crashed. Nobody would have had to spend money on an Uber. Everything would have been fine. But no, I had to go out. And now I'm more in debt, just like just like everybody else. But you know what? I, that was a rhetorical question. I really don't know what. I'm still in debt. I'm just chilling. I'm just trying not to let the crippling uh, feel just, you know, wash over me or wash over me. And I'll figure it out later. There's people that have like 70, 80 grand fucking worth of debt because they went to, 
you know, fucking business school <laughs> or whatever. And now they're working at, you know, Target. And they and they're making fifteen eighty an hour and they got seventy grand worth of debt. Their minimum is five hundred dollars a month. And they're thinking about killing themselves. So it could always be worse. I'm doing all right. I haven't watched Hell's Kitchen this week. I've been fucking exhausted. I'm trying to move. I'm moving a few weeks. You got to move everything over. Switch your fucking internet. And then tell your gas people what the boop do And the fucking electricity. And it's like I'm already giving you $2,200 a month. Or whatever it is. Give me free electrical. Give me something free. God damn it. $2,100 or $2,200 a month. It's, it's not even like a super nice place, but I'm just stoked that I have a washer and dryer and central air conditioning. I don't need all the fancy schmancy like automatic drapes, all that bullshit. It's like when I got my car, they're like, are there any features that you would like to have out of your car? I'm like, I want Bluetooth and automatic windows. And they're like, yeah, no, that's been standard since 2006, you cunt. Of course. Is there anything else like heated seats or a self-driving car or something pops out of the passenger seat and sucks your dick? Like, do you want anything like that? And I'm like, that sounds great, uh, Cliff, but I don't think I can afford that. How much is the automatic hand job, blow job guy? Oh, what's $14,000? Oh, well, hey, I'm good. Heated seats. That's weird. I don't live in Fargo. I don't need heated seats. I pay $2,200 a month for 72 degrees, 300 days out of the year. And for the other, what is it? How many, how many days are in the year? 362? No, that's baseball. Or that's, I'm thinking of 162. Whatever the rest of that math is, I complained about. But it doesn't get cold enough to where I, for where I'm at to warrant heated seats. Do you want your car to automatically start from your remote well that's stupid if i'm in that much of a hurry then i don't i i need to knock shit out knock shit off the list cut it down if one of your requirements for a car is oh i need to have automatic start that way i can save four minutes and not have to wait for my car to warm up you can jump off of a bridge your life isn't that hard if you have an automatic start in your car like, if it came with the car, fine, whatever. But if you were like, I'm going to get an aftermarket automatic start in my car because I'm that busy. You're not that busy. If you're that busy, you could afford a car that came with it automatically. You're not that busy. You're just spending money and you're a bitch. That's basically what that is. But I haven't watched Dell's Kitchen. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I don't know. We got Game 2, NBA Finals tonight. I think the game just started. I'm actually recording early. It's uh, 6.30. Currently, we have Milwaukee up 25 and Phoenix Suns 15. Four minutes left in the first quarter. So, yeah, I'm going to get done with this. Smoke a little more weed. Maybe order some El Pollo Loco on the way back. Have them show up in three hours because they don't know where my apartment is. Hopefully, that's solved. Again, first world problem. Hopefully I can move to a spot where I type in my address and they know exactly where to go. I don't have to order DoorDash because I'm too high to drive and then they're like, I can't find your place. Can you come talk to me outside and like walk me through? I'm like, I don't even know where I'm at right now. You expect me to walk down my stairs and blindly navigate you through my apartment complex that I've been living at for 30 days? I don't even know what street you're talking about. That's not my job. I don't know. Just leave it somewhere. Tag it. Just put a pin in it on your Apple Maps. Send it to me, and it'll be like a it'll be like a little a fucking little treasure hunt. You gotta call your internet place and go, "Hey, on this day, I'm moving over," and they're like, "All right, cool, we got you. That's free, whatever." Then they fucking try to upsell you on shit, which I get it. They're salespeople. That's their job. Not until they make a living. Cool. But they're selling me outdated shit. They're like, oh, I see that you're moving. Um, are you going to be with us for at least another year? And I go, yep. Plan on it. Unless I can't afford my place, then I'll file BK and the court will figure it out. But yes, that is planned. One year. 
And they're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And you hear the in the background. I'm like, all right, cool. They're working hard. I like it. And then they're like, oh, would you like to upgrade to our cable plan? And I'm like, no. I pay $60 a year to pay for or a fucking month for all of my, you know, you got your Netflix, your Hulu, your HBO, your fucking Pornhub, your jizz fuck, your OnlyFans. You got, I don't need, I don't need to watch TNT for $19.99 a month. I was like, can you give me Dodger games for $19 a month? Mm, sorry, we can't do that. Oh, okay, well, then you can, you, I'll pleasantly decline. I'm declining in more, way, in more ways than one. And they're like, all right, fine. No cable. Got it. They're like, would you, uh, would, could we interest you in having a landline? And I go, who uses a landline? It's 2021. Oh, dude, the fucking lady put me on hold. Oh, this was so great. I've I've never tried to hide laughter in my entire life. As uh, it it took every part of my being to not laugh. The lady was like, "All right, cool. No cable. Got it." And then she put me on hold. Or she thought she did, but her mic was still on. And I just hear I just hear her say, "Welcome to my fucking life." <laughs> and then And then she realized that she wasn't muted. And she came back and she's like, I want to apologize. And I stopped her. And I was like, don't apologize. I understand exactly what you're talking about. Because it hit home. Because we've all said a variation of that phrase. It's usually once a day. Let's be real. There's some variation of like, fuck my life. Welcome to my life. Suck your dick. Fuck your mother. All that stuff. Of course, it's me. That's a popular one. And she just kind of laughed. We fucking shared a little moment. It was great. We're hanging out next week. It'll be a fun time. I'm taking her to Chili's. Especially lately with like COVID and all that shit. I feel like everyone is just like, my fucking fuck, fuck you. <laughs> like everybody's, everybody's just mad for no reason. They don't know why, but we're just, you know, pushing it all out. To, and just trying to make it everybody else's problem. And especially now that we're back, quote unquote, we're like, traffic, welcome to my life. You go to the grocery store, long line, welcome to my life. Or if you're me, $110 bar tab on the 4th of July, welcome to my life. You're just over it. So you got to deal with that. I got that moved over call the apartment place and they're like, "Hey, you got to have your own gas and electricity. Here's some numbers." I'm like, "This sounds like a fucking a mob." "Hey, you need gas? I know a guy. Call a guy." I don't know why I automatically went to Italian. You would have too. Name a good mob movie that wasn't Italian outside of pulp fiction. I'll wait. Or outside of a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'll wait. They're either Italian or it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Outside of that, Probably a shit film. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go. I call. I work 8 to 5, so I call at, you know, 5.01. They close at 5. Guess what? Their hours are also 8 to 5. How am I going to get this done? Call on your lunch break? Maybe. Didn't think about that until just now. Shows how smart I am. Maybe I just learned a valuable lesson. But then I'm not going to eat. Then what's going to happen? Oh, what, are you going to die? No. Maybe I'll have like three or four string cheeses and then I'll be straight. Get a little dairy in me. Make me shit my pants mid-phone call while I'm talking to SoCal Edison. That sounds like a blast. That sounds like how I want to spend my Friday afternoon shitting my pants while I'm on hold fucking listening to Wham! on loop because they haven't updated their hold music since 1986. And then you got to go to Home Depot and you got to get boxes. And that took me forever to fit in my car because I was like, I'll get like 15 larges, uh, eight mediums. Like I have a one bedroom apartment. I don't need all that. It's like when you go to it, it's like when you go on a vacation and you're like, I'm going to pack 30 pairs of underwear. I'm only going to be gone for five days. But, you know, and you always come back with like way too much underwear. And you're like, Jesus Christ, what did I think what the fuck was going to happen? 
So I'm probably going to end up with way too many boxes. I'm probably going to have to go return boxes, although they were only a dollar. Maybe I'll just save them. I'll save them for next year when I move. My annual trip, my annual trip to Home Depot to get boxes. Because every time your lease is up, they're like, hey, fuckface, we're going to update, we're going to up your rent $400. What do you want to do? I'm like, well, I guess I'm leaving. I guess I'll deal with not paying the extra $400 a month for 12 months and sacrifice spending $1,000 between moving boxes, U-Haul trucks. At the end of the day, it seems like a better deal. But I got a bunch of boxes. I got bubble wrap. I got packing tape. I got a Sharpie. Fresh fucking Sharpie. I'm going to fucking Sharpie the shit out of everything. I'm just going to draw artwork on, on the boxes just so I get my money's worth out of my Sharpie. But then I had to take him out to my car. And I'm like, hey, I drive a Honda Civic. I don't drive a, you know, forward F-150. I don't have room. So I'm just in the parking lot trying to get, you know, 18 boxes to fit in my car. I felt like those guys, like, you know, if you ever go to Lowe's or Home Depot or usually like a Target, they'll go and you always see that one guy. Like if, if you're at Lowe's and then you pull in the parking lot and you see a dude in there trying to put like a giant sheet of plywood into like a fucking Taurus or whatever. And you're just like, that's not going to fit, dude. But he's convinced. He's super convinced. I empathize with those guys now. I get it. Or you just see those giant two by four sticking, I don't know, 10 feet off, off the, uh, off the truck bed. No little red mark or like flag or red, you know, towel or anything to tie at the end for your drivers behind you. Now they have to gauge how early they have to slam on the brakes just because you slam on the brakes because you know you stopped by del taco and you had to go reach in the bag to go grab a fry because you're too fat to wait and then you look up and traffic stop bam 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 and then the guy behind you gets final destination straight through his ojos and now he's dead because of your lack of planning Anyways, the point of the story is I didn't want a landline. I didn't want a landline. But I started thinking. I was like, a landline? Fuck, could you imagine if I just had a landline? Because, like, it wasn't that long ago that, what, 15 years ago? No. Yeah, 15, 20 years ago? Not everybody had a cell phone. I mean, fuck, the iPhone's only been out since, like, 2007, I think. 14 years, it seems like it's been 50 because everything's just on, you know, 4X, you know, speed fast forward. Everything's just going a fucking million miles a minute. But before that, you had like a flip phone. You couldn't really text because you had to hit like if you wanted the, you know, the G or whatever, you, you had to hit the number three like four times and then wait and then wait for it for the next character and you type like B and you hit the number two twice and wait. And then the phones came out where it had the forward and the back arrows. So you could go like G one, two forward button. So it like skipped ahead. So you saved, you know, four seconds in total. Then the Blackberry came out and you could type with, if you had a little, like a little, a little fucking baby finger, you could type really quick or the stylus. That was a weird thing. It's like, Oh, What's your email? Let me go ahead and pull out my, my fucking stylus and let me draw your email so it's like writing to text. Even though it didn't work, you're like, A, and it writes a Q. And you're like, well, fuck you, technology. I spent $500 on this piece of shit BlackBerry and it doesn't even work. Or the Palm Pilot. I think that was the Palm Pilot because the BlackBerry actually had like the little buttons. Then the Sidekick came out and just sucked everybody's dick. They're like, holy fucking shit, you can just type. With your fingers kind of like a keyboard, and it's like, yeah, friend, you can. Then the razors came out, and everything got really small again, and, you know, sleek and thin and weird. Everybody had one. Did you have a green one? Did you have a blue one? Did you have a gold one? Did you have one that had little fucking jewels on the front? It was all bedazzled. And they had those cell phones that the front was a mirror, so you could check yourself and, like, check your hair and your makeup as if, you know, it matters. Then the selfie camera came out, and then it just fucking sucked us all from there. As soon as the selfie camera came out, 
You no longer had to ask people to take photos of you. It was less interactive. You were like, I got it. I'll figure it out. And then ever since then, we've just been dealing with trolls and assholes for the last 17 years. I'll tell you what, it's been fun to watch. Because when the world burns, and my grandkids, if I ever have any, they're like, what was it like in 2020? I'm like, hey, it sucked. And then they're like, what was it like in... 1994, and I go, it was the best fucking time of my life. Because I was thinking, I was like, a landline, would you go back in time, and it would be a totally different thing. If you went back in time even 25 years ago, no one knew where you were. People just, you told people where you were at, and then, then they believed you. And if for whatever reason they wanted to catch you or surprise you or anything like that, and you weren't there, then you weren't there. And guess what? They didn't know where to even start looking. Like, oh, maybe he's at, you know, Jeff's house, or maybe he's at, you know, um, Jackie's house, or, you know, fucking maybe Brendan and him are hanging out at the mall, because that's what we used to do. I'm just going to go to the mall and hang out. I'm going to go get me a Wetzel's Pretzels and get fucking diabetes. Walk into Foot Locker and look at Jordan's. That was always fun. Like, one day I'll get a pair of these, and then I look, and I'm like, $185, and these are probably fake. One day, one day. Or you'd go to the movies. But all the movies you wanted to see, because you're 12, 13, you can't buy tickets for. I'm like, I want to go see American Psycho. My parents are like, well, we got to go with you if, if, you know, if you're going to watch it. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. I guess I'll just go watch The Lion King 2 with my friends. That way I can buy a ticket. Those were the better days, though. Straight up. I don't care if it's an old person thing to say or what. You can fucking fuck off if that's how you feel. That's that's how you feel. That's how you feel. But it was better 25, 30 years ago. No one fucking knew where you were. People called your house and they went, is Andrew home? And my mom or dad would go, no. And they'd go, all right, bye. And then I would just see him at school the next day. It wasn't like they could pull out their phone and like, where are you? Pull me up on Instagram. Where are you? Text message. Where are you? Fucking floop de floop. Where are you? You didn't share your location. I have friends that share their locations with their girlfriends because they just, they, they say it's in case of an emergency. I want to know where you're at, which basically means I want to know where you're at at any time that I'm feeling insecure and fucking vulnerable. And it works both ways. Guys are just as worse, just as bad. I can't speak. They just want to prove that you're not out doing sketchy shit. Well, hey, if you think you're, that person's doing sketchy shit, maybe you shouldn't be with them. Red flags. We call those red flags. Penalty flags. Flag on the play. Unhealthy. Doesn't make any sense. Maybe that's why I'm still single. <laughs> because as soon as... A chick's like, can we share our location? I just go, nope. They're like, well, why? Are you cheating on me? And I'm like, I'm all, we can talk about it, but I'm already out. If you're already thinking that I'm cheating on you, even though we spend 100% of the time together, then I'm out. And then they go, well, I don't want to, but wait. Nope. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Anyways, man, landlines. Had to move that over. And then fucking Spectrums. So it looked like, all right, cool. You know, you're all set for the move-in date at this address. boop a doop a doo And then I get an email today that says, your Spectrum equipment is on the way. Even though I told them that I was going to keep everything. They asked me, you know how I know? Because they asked me three times. Because I'm using their modem, but I have my own router. And they asked me to have a combo uh apparatus no a fucking combo modem router from them four times and i went well if your guys's didn't suck then maybe i wouldn't have had to replace mine i just did my own thing i said fuck the, i said fuck the system man i'm getting my own shit i went and bought my own stuff i just need the service i just need my shitty internet that goes out you know four times a month at shitty time to the day it's like seven o'clock at night i'm making dinner 
or it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, I'm going to watch, you know, too hot to handle or whatever, which I didn't finish. I think I'm like three episodes back from the finale. Then it goes out and I go, well, I guess I'll just go to bed and I just go to bed. I don't call, you know, Spectrum. And I'm like, you realize how big of an inconvenience this is? It's hilarious, dude. I have, so I follow them on Twitter because anytime there's an outage or anything, they always like tweet it and I have it set to where it pops up on my phone and I'll be like, cool, I'm in an outage. I'll go outside like a normal person. I don't need to watch, you know, Queen's Gambit for the third time just because I'm lonely and I'm too afraid to go meet people. I'll just go outside and meet some people and have some fun. But you look at some of these comments and it's like, I pay $50 a month and I I expect premium service. And I'm like, all right, dude. Cool. It's two in the morning. Why are you up? <laughs> like, I'm up doing cocaine and now I want to watch Scarface on Hulu. But it just keeps spinning. Tells me to check my network. This has caused me a huge, huge inconvenience. I don't know who that guy is. I'm assuming his name is Charles. We do live in a weird world where we're just, we've, we've added so much unnecessary shit to our lives so quickly that we didn't even realize that we needed it, like the internet. That as soon as it goes out, we're like, ah, what do I do? I feel like my feet are cut off. I can't. I'm not. I'm not mobile. Then you realize like 15 years ago that you were rich if you had the internet. Okay, probably 25 years ago. And within that 25 years, it's like I expect everything to work perfectly for 100% of the time that it's convenient for me. And then the one time it goes out, it's like, well, of course, fucking welcome to my life. <laughs> like, there's another one. Welcome to my life. Of course it's me. It's like, everybody, just fucking calm down, okay? If the internet's out or the power's out, hey, get a candle, read a book, like, you know, Little House on the Prairie, jack off in the dark, see what happens. Lights come on, it's just a mess. And you're like, oh, fuck. I really made use of my time, huh? Basically, I'm just saying everything is going to be okay for the most part. You know? It's not baby, okay? It's not baby, okay? Let's do some dicks of the past. Shall we? Time machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is dicks of the past. beans july 9th what year did we go with 1991 uh like gaping asshole photos. Yeah, July 9th, 1991. She was born on this day. She's 30. Miami. Sounds about right. Probably a lovely girl. Either way, she was born today. So we got that. We got everything I do. I do it for you. Brian Adams. Um, again, cool. Fine. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Scorchers, directed by David Beard, was one of the most viewed movies in 1991. Scorchers, that was with um, Darth Vader, uh, James Earl Jones, right? How I know that, I don't know. Uh, let's see if I'm right. Scorchers. It is. Uh, and I haven't seen it, though. So how the fuck did I know that he was even in this? What's this movie about? Scorchers takes place in Cajun, Louisiana, on a wedding night of a young woman named Splendid. 
Played by Emily Lloyd. Splendid is scared to death what will happen in the bedroom with her new husband, Dolan, and her father. Finds himself having to coax his daughter. Coax is a weird word. C-O-A-X? Coax? Coax. What does coax mean? Like persuade? Coax. Gently persuade. Yeah, see? I know what I'm talking about. I'm I am smart. Coax his daughter to submit to the groom. Well, this sounds dark. Meanwhile, Jennifer Tilly comes to terms with the fact that her husband has not been satisfied at home and has been cheating on her as the town prostitute. Well, maybe if this was shot in 2019, they could have shared their location and she would have caught him in the act. Faye Dunaway shares her wisdom. Wisdom? Wisdom? That doesn't make sense. There is no such thing as a wisdom. Or is there? W-I-S. Wisdom. Wisdom meaning. This has got to be fake. Oh, it's for like last names. I see. Anyways, moving on. Shares her wisdom on the ways of men. All this takes place while the town bartender, played by James Earl Jones, I am your father, and the town drunk debate the finer points of music and life. There's a lot to unravel. We got a lady who's getting married. We have a lady who's her husband's cheating on her. We got a bartender and a drunk hanging out. This is like Pulp Fiction. We got like multiple storylines. I'm assuming like James Earl Jones ends up fucking Faye Dunaway or something. They all come together like that movie Crash where it has like seven different perspectives and then they all intertwine as you watch the movie. Crash was a good movie, huh? When did that come out? Like, probably 2002? I was talking with a buddy the other day about something, a movie, and I was like, yeah, that came out in, like, what, 2012? And I looked it up, and it was, like, 1999. I was like, holy fuck, am I wrong? Crash came out in 2004, so I wasn't too wrong. Maybe Don Cheadle, Matt Dillon, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> The mummy? The fucking mummy? Um, if you're playing video games, you're probably playing Banana Prince. Well, that sounds very sexual. Let's see what that's all about. It's like, hey, baby, I'm the Banana Prince. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what this game's about. Looks like Mario. Um, retrieve stolen weapons along the way. He'll pick up companions and even appear on a game show. So it's not like Mario. Huh. Games have gotten weird, dude. From like, like if you think about it from 91 to 2021, I know that's like a pretty big, it's not like crazy 30 years or whatever that is. But. Games look way different now. Like, I know when people had, like, Atari and all that shit, they were like, you guys didn't know what it was like back in the day. We had a, we just watched a dot, you know, fly across the screen, and we played that for hours. And we're like, shut up, old man. We were, you're fucking, you're, you're lame, or whatever. But now I totally get it. Because I'm, like, playing games now every once in a while like i'm replaying the witcher 3 because i got it on steam or whatever and i'm playing it on my computer i just get ripped and play it for like 30 minutes and i'm like holy fuck dude this game is crazy like this game looks awesome you can do a bunch of cool shit or like grand theft auto still like when did gta 5 come out because that came out quite a bit of quite a bit ago quite a bit ago that sounds weird quite a bit ago yeah 2013 this game's almost nine years old and people are playing it like i i have it on my on my pc and i've been fucking around with that i usually just go fly helicopters and shoot hookers because i've played the game you know four times so i don't really have to prove anything to anybody else but then you think about games that are going to be like in the next 30 years because it went from watching a dot fly around in like 1980 or whatever to being having virtual reality video games. Granted, they're not like perfect, but that's a thing. Like You can go out and buy an Oculus, sit in your air-conditioned house and like box a 
you know, a dude for 12 rounds or whatever and be fucking pouring sweat and you haven't even left your apartment. You can literally, it like transports you where you're at, like ready player one type shit. And 50 years before that or 40 years before that, you were just, you just had a joystick and you're just moving, you know, like you're playing Tetris or some shit. Crazy. It'll be wild to see what games are like. But outside of that, Dicks of the Past was all right. Paul and Abdul, we got Riley Reed. We got Brian Adams. We got Scorchers. We got Banana Prince. It's all right. Um, moving on to sports. Um, let's check the game. 35-39 Phoenix. Uh, six minutes and 35 seconds left in the first half. Um, I hope Phoenix takes it all. Oh, I kind of hope they sweep the Bucks. I don't think it's going to happen. I think if Phoenix wins, it'll be a game five, game six kind of thing. But uh, yeah, you never know. We'll see what happens. Still, uh, I guess we'll know in the next couple, the next week or two, huh? So that's pretty much it for basketball. Boxing, um, I don't know what boxing is on this way. I don't really follow boxing too much. Let's see. Yeah, I think the big thing is just the uh, UFC this weekend. We got, we'll talk about that in a minute. Baseball, uh, apparently the Dodgers pulled Trevor Bauer's merchandise from their website and like took away his bobblehead night, which I think is like in August. So, apparently they know some shit. It's not looking good for anybody involved. But if he did do terrible shit, then fuck him. If not, then, you know, see what happens, dude. I don't know. All I know is the guy can throw a mean change up. <laughs> That's pretty much all I know about the guy. Based on talent alone, he's the man. I don't look at anything else outside of that. It's like when people are like, I don't listen to that band because they're political beliefs or whatever. I'm like, dude, you're, you're not going to listen to Born in the USA just because Bruce Springsteen is a liberal. Like, that song fucks, dude. It is catchy. It's cheesy, but it is catchy. What I'm saying is basically when it comes to, like, athletes, musicians, actors, that kind of shit. I just go off their talent, dude. You know? Like, if they like... I'm not hanging out with these people. I'm never going to. Probably don't want to. They don't look like they're my cup of tea. Rappers look like they'd be a blast to hang out with. But, you know, when they're making albums and shit, they're just in the studio for fucking 15 hours a day. Doing their thing. But I'm not hanging out with them. I don't care if they, I don't care, I don't care what they do outside of that. I mean, if they're hurting somebody and like doing terrible shit, then fuck them. But if they like to, you know, suck toes or, you know, fuck the, fuck the creases of an, of a chick's elbow or something, whatever, dude, if it's consensual, let's fuck, let's do it. More power to you. Do what you got to do. As long as you're not hurting anybody, fucking go for it. But we'll see what happens. Watch, like, by the time this comes out, it's, like, convicted. You're, like, oh, fuck. How do I edit that out? Like I said, he, he can throw a mean changeup. He has a great four-seam fastball. The dude's fucking killing it. Baseball alone. <laughs> I don't know what he's done outside of that. But we'll find out. We'll find out. They pulled his merch and they took away his bobblehead night, so something's going on. There's got to be some validity to the whole thing. Did you really just say validity? Yeah. I'm smart. I can fly. I'm pilot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's talk about UFC. There's a lot to talk about. I'm not going to get too crazy into it because uh, what's the point? You don't care. Starting with the early prelims, we got Jennifer Maya, Jessica I. That's going to be a great fight. I kind of can't believe that that's an early prelim fight, a 3 o'clock fight, um, which means I'm going to have to start watching UFC at 3 o'clock. So it's going to be a long night. 
Moving on to the prelim card, who do we got? We got Nico Price, Michael Pieta, we got Carlos Condit, we got Max Griffin. That's a pretty great uh, prelim card. Main event, we got Sean O'Malley, we got Tai Tuivasa, we got Greg Hardy. Then we got the Gilbert Burns Wonder Boy fight for the co-main. Then we got the Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor 3 fight here in Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Chevy Chase. Hilarious. Um, I really want Wonder Boy to win. Nothing against Gilbert Burns, but I do like Wonder Boy. I mean, they're both. They both seem like good dudes. I've been watching the uh, UFC embedded YouTube series that happens like during fight week. Every day they put out like a little behind the scenes of the fighters and all that. And uh, it's kind of hard to pick a person based off of like character alone because both these guys just seem like they're doing awesome shit. But I am picking Wonder Boy. A fucking knockout by head kick would be insane. Um, I'm assuming Gilbert Burns is probably going to take him to the ground or try to take him to the ground as much as possible, being that he's a... uh, a fucking mastermind with the uh, jujitsu, but Wonder Boys has you know he has that uh, he has that leg power he has that karate as they say. So we will see what happens. And then for the Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor fight, there's a lot of different ways we can talk about this. Actually, there's only two because hey, there's only two fighters. But I would I'm split because I would like to see Conor McGregor win. And you know, fight Charles Oliveira for the title, beat Charles Oliveira, that would be cool. Just to have, like, one last thing for Connor, I would love to see it. But I think I'm also okay with Dustin Poirier winning, too, because then if he fights Charles Oliveira, I think he beats Charles Oliveira. Nothing against Charles Oliveira. That dude's a fucking nightmare for a lot of people. But I would like to see that fight. I would like to see Dustin win, and then Connor fight... Justin Gaethje, or, yeah, I'd like to see Connor Gaethje, and then I'd like to see Poirier Charles Oliveira, and then I would like to see, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Lightweight MMA. Because there is, come on, you fuck. Error, error, error. UFC lightweight. Cool. So let's see. We got Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey, Benil DeRouche, Michael. I'd like to see Michael Chandler. Ooh, fuck. So I would like, if Connor wins, I would like to see Poirier versus, ooh, but then Gagey gets fucked again. I really want to see Benil fight Dustin Poirier, but maybe Benil fights Michael Chandler. And then Gaethje fights the... Yeah, because if Poirier loses, then Gaethje would go to one, I think. I could be wrong. But Gaethje needs to fight, dude. Fucking Gaethje needs to fight by March of next year. That dude's gotten fucked, in my opinion. The whole, like, Michael Chandler thing, nothing against him. The dude, The dude's a fucking insane fighter. Very smart dude. Knocked out Dan Hooker. Had a really close, close fight with Charles Oliveira for the title. But I'd like to see Chandler DeRouche fight. Gaethje fight the winner uh, or the loser of whoever who loses this fight. Unless it's Connor. Then I'd like to see Connor Gaethje. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going with. I don't even know who cares. I, this is... This is how this is how much I love UFC because you can just be like, well, this happens and this happens because any other, mostly any other sport outside of like fighting sports, that doesn't happen. It's not like, oh, well, if Phoenix beats Milwaukee, then Giannis might go to Phoenix, and then if Phoenix plays against the Lakers, then maybe he'll go to the Lakers. Like, it's not. It's a different thing. That with fighting, plus it's all year round, so it's not like basketball, at least lately, where it's like you know, um, July or October, or like November, December to July, or it used to be like May was the finals, 
May, June was the finals. And then the season started like October. And then with COVID, it got all funky and weird. But so we'll see. Um, I think I'm going to go McGregor on this one. I, I heard Khabib. I think it was Khabib say something that he said, if it goes past the first round, he's picking Dustin Poirier. And if it, if it ends in the first round, it's going to be a McGregor win. And I agree. Not that my opinion matters, but that made a lot of sense. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. I'm just going to steal Khabib's reference or uh, prediction rather. Let's see what happens for album of the week. I've been on an atmosphere kick over the last few weeks. Um, they came on my Spotify and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I totally forgot about Atmosphere. So for this week, I went with, uh, I think it's called like To All My Friends, Blood Makes Blade Holy, Blood Makes the Blade Holy, something like that. Anyways, it came out in, I think, 2010. I did no research for this, but I've been, a, I've been having this and the instrumental version of this album on loop on Spotify for the last like fucking 10 days. And, um, yeah, check it out. It's good shit. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And that's all we got for the show, you filthy animals. You guys be safe out there. I don't think we have anything crazy coming up. What is this weekend? Let's op- Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Outside of the UFC fight, I don't think there's any holidays. I think we're holiday safe until, like, Labor Day. I gotta pay my Allstate bill tomorrow, I just found out. Good, great, now I'm bummed. God damn it. Anyways, you guys be safe out there. You guys be good humans. And I'll talk to you fuckers next week. Bye.